If you find it difficult to make a decision, there could be several factors of why that is. But one of those factors could be because you don't have a purpose, a goal or a visual at the end game. It helps to have the end goal in mind. So for today's episode, we are going to focus on 10 words and questions within those words that you could be asking yourself to find the purpose in your organizing journey and project. So this may help the organizing journey a little bit more and make it a little bit more fun and purposeful and help you avoid the tears of frustration that comes when you don't even know why you're trying to declutter or organize. So I'm excited to dive in to these with you and to help you avoid the frustration and tears that sometimes just really does come with organizing and decluttering and not knowing why you're even doing it. So let's dive right in. Welcome to the Organized and Productive Podcast with the Organized Flamingo. I am your host, Stephanie, a professional organizer and productivity expert. Ready to explore the right organizing and productivity solutions for you? Yeah? Well, then let's go. All right, friends. So first things first, this episode is airing for the first time at the beginning of January of 2024. So probably January 1st. And with that, Happy New Year. Um, you know, we, we try to keep all these episodes as relevant as possible. So if you're listening to this episode after January, don't you worry. We, like I said, like we try to make all these episodes long lasting. So you, this episode is relevant regardless of when you're listening. But because we are airing this at the beginning of the year, I just want to say Happy New Year. And if you're listening to this after that, happy new start of your organizing journey or project. So in typical fashion of our solo podcast episodes, I like to give you an outline of what's to come in the episode so that you can, uh, either if you're a note taker, you know what's to come. If you're a visual, more listen, like if you like to visualize it in your head, um, this is really helpful for all of you. So what's coming is we've got 10 sections here or 10 words that are end word or end goal words. And you'll see what I mean when I first start. The, the list. And when it, within each word, there's questions for you to ask yourself. If you need the list, it's down in the show notes. So I've, I, I've outlined the 10 words, and then you can just listen to the episode to, um, you know, to follow along with the questions. We also have the transcript available to anybody that may need it. And it is in our, the link to all of our podcast episodes are in the show notes, and then that will take you to the show, to the transcripts of this episode as well. And one other thing, if you are not familiar with our seven steps of organizing almost anything, which is our framework here at the Organized Flamingo, there is a link to that episode down in the show notes because I refer to step one in this episode. What that means is we have a framework that's seven steps of organizing almost anything and steps two through five are interchangeable depending on what your end goal is. So you'll want to listen to that episode so that you can understand what is it that you're trying to achieve? And then you can decide, you know, which steps are next after this one. With that being said, all of these questions in this entire episode fits very nicely with step one, which is the assess step, which is figuring out your plan. Um, And I've got, you know, we go deeper into that episode on that, you know, step one assessing episode. Um, And then these are just questions that whether you're Following our framework or not, they're still useful, but they're incredibly useful if you are, you know, following along with our seven steps. So the first end goal word is purpose. What is the primary function of the space? 
Is it for work, relaxation, creativity, or is it something else? Identifying the primary function of the space is going to help you determine what should stay or what should go. So for instance, if it's a workspace, items related to work should take priority over the leisure items, right? And so you'll go down the list for this particular end goal. So ask yourself, what is the purpose of the space, the closet, the area, whatever it is that you're working on? If you're going on a long journey, you will also ask yourself this question. The second end goal word is usefulness. The question here is, do I use or need all the items in this space? Are they serving a purpose or are they just taking up space? Assessing the usefulness of items is crucial to decluttering and organizing. If something isn't used or doesn't serve a purpose, it might be worth maybe donating, selling, discarding, one of those. There is a decision tree that I've made for all of you, which you can find in our show notes. It's called the keep or toss decision tree. And it's a one pager, super quick. And it gives you like a yes or no type of decision tree. So that if you're, if there's like, if there's items when, where you're just not sure about this decision might help you with that. Okay. Like there are some limbo items and you're like, I I don't know, I'm stuck. So the decision tree is going to be super helpful, especially for this, this section. Our third end goal word is frequency. How often do I use these items? Should frequently used items be more accessible maybe? Like these are the questions you're asking for yourself, right? Like these are in your perspective. Items used daily or frequently should be really easy to access. Rearranging to prioritize access to these items can save you so much time and effort. I've talked about this before. It's some, I mean, this is really predominant. Like if you're in a, uh, if you're in an industry, like you're, if maybe you're in the kitchen and food industry, you know this very well, right? Like it needs to be within your hands reach, within your movement. If you're an architect or builder, you know what I'm talking about. When you design spaces, you analyze and you study how somebody functions in that space. So everything's readily accessible. Um, So that's what the frequency, why frequency is so important. If you're needing something all the time, um, should those items be a little bit, you know, placed in a place where it's accessible to you much easier. Let's talk about storage. And this is our next end goal word. So it's storage. Do I have adequate storage solutions for these items? Can I optimize storage to save space? Because efficient storage solutions will be able to prevent clutter. It's not the answer to all. There's steps that need to come before finding the perfect storage solution, which we talk about in our seven steps of organizing almost anything. Storage does not come first. It should not. Uh, Investing in storage containers is great. And shelving and furniture that maximizes space that maximizes the space will make such a big difference. So think about that. Do I have enough storage solutions for what I'm trying to achieve? So this is a very important question for you to be asking yourself. The next end goal word is prioritization or the ability to find things. So if it's easier for you to think about this, it's how do I find things? So what are the essential items in the space? Can I prioritize or categorize them for easier access? which by the way, we have a podcast all about categorizing your items and how important that is. And also just finding a category system or categorizing system that works for you um, and how your brain works and how you retrieve things. So listen in on that episode. So prioritizing essential items will ensure 
that they're readily available, which we talked about before, right, in one of our other words, categorizing them can also simplify the retrieval, which is how you find things. And of course, then it will reduce the time spent searching for said items. Let's talk about our next end goal word, which is efficiency. If this is important to you, then, I mean, you know, listen in to all of the tips, but this is a big one for a lot of you, especially that are just trying to be more efficient. Uh, so can I arrange items in a way that makes ta the tasks at hand easier or more efficient? Um, you know, maybe in your craft room, in your areas where you don't utilize as much, but when you're in there, you do need to be efficient. This is a really big category in Word for business owners, for people that work from home or like your home office or home or your office space. Very important, efficiency. Uh, because arranging items based on frequency of use or workflow will enhance productivity. There, and as an example, organizing a kitchen so cooking essentials are close at hand um, can streamline meal preparation. Another example is if you're shipping things all the time and having that area just feel and be more efficient for the way that your brain operates and the way that you do things is going to be a lifesaver. So very important for you to be asking yourself these questions as well. The next two words are all about feeling. And the first one is comfort. So the, the, the end goal word is comfort. Is this space comfortable and conducive to its intended use? Can you add anything to enhance comfort so that when you're organizing, the end game of comfort will be important because sometimes we get very stuffy in our organizing journey. We think everything has to be and look a certain way and it ends up not feeling comfortable for you, your family, whoever it is that's using the space. Um, you know, the feel a, a space that feels comfortable encourages the productivity and relaxation that you need. Um, some people don't think about that as either. You know, they think that it has to look a certain way. And if your brain isn't comfortable around that surrounding, or maybe your work needs a little bit of a different feeling, like you need to relax, to think, to write, to do, then you that space needs to have um, that as a component. So this could involve arranging furniture for better ergonomics or adding cozy elements for relaxation areas, you know, maybe the bathroom, maybe the bedroom, your closet, areas where maybe that is a place of relaxation, living room, family rooms, things like that. So think about um, comfort as a very important question. And this is a really fun, I think, a very fun section to experiment with. So I don't know, this is one of my most favorite questions to ask myself and make sure that I'm asking so that it doesn't get too rigid. The next one is also about feeling, but a little bit of visualization, which is aesthetics. So the end goal word is aesthetics. Um, do the items and their arrangement create a visually appealing space? Can I personalize it to reflect my style? Because visual appeal contributes to the overall ambience. A few people don't think about that. Julie Hood, in one of our past um, episodes, I think hers is episode 49, she talked about that, you know, how the visualness of, of your area contributes to setting yourself up for success. So that is a very important piece. Um, creating an organized space that also looks pleasing is going to enhance your motivation and the mood of whoever is utilizing that space. So a very important word as well. 
Okay, before I give you the last two words, like I mentioned, all of these were all of these uh, words and questions fit very nicely with our step one of assessing um, your project and asking all of these questions before you start a project. But if you've already started, questions like all of these as you go along will also be very helpful. Okay, so don't feel like you have like if you didn't ask, ask answer or ask yourself these questions at the beginning of the project, you know you're set up for failure. Definitely not true. Um, do check-ins whenever. These two words, though, fit very nicely with our step six and seven, which is evaluate your project and maintain it. So those, these two specifically are like perfectly tailored, but you could be asking yourself these questions and should be way before you start. Um, but if you haven't, just know that these two questions are going to be perfect for step six and seven. Okay, so maintenance is our end word or end goal word. And this is all about how is it to clean and maintain this organized setup? If you are just starting your organizing journey, this is very important to think about. Okay, I may have this grandiose or marvelous idea that I'm about to commit to, but if it's not easy to clean for you and the people that are using it, especially if it's um, for little ones, you know, that really becomes predominant. But honestly, this is for anyone at any age. Or if you have, you're a caretaker for maybe an elderly parent or something like that, how is how easy is it to clean and maintain? Very important question. Can I establish a routine to keep it organized? Maybe, okay, if you're in a space where it's very awkward and you just, it's going to be hard to maintain and clean no matter what. Very relevant in smaller spaces. Um, you know, you're working with what you got. Like that that's what you were given. <laughs> um, awkward bathrooms, awkward rooms, like this is it. You know, kitchens, cabinets that are very awkward in the in a corner. Um, you know what? That's that's what I have at hand. Okay, fine, you know, you we've got to move on. But can you establish a routine to keep it organized and can that be part of your plan? Okay, so that's this. That's what this section is about. Um, an organizing system that's easy to maintain is going to encourage consistency, and that's what we're looking for in this section. Like, how do I make sure that this is going to be sustainable in the long run? Um, establishing a cleaning and organizing habit is going to really ensure that the space is functional in the long run and um, it's sustainable for you and the people. Maybe if you're teaching somebody how to do it because it's um, is for children or somebody else's space, um, you know, is it can they keep it keep up with it as well? So that's what this section is about. Our end goal questions and word is all about adaptability. You should be asking yourself as you're making this plan or as you're going along a question about is this is this system, is this space, is this thing that I'm about to, you know, to plan out, is it flexible enough to accommodate changes or new items in the future? Changes, you know, whether it be for whatever reason, this is especially true if you, you know, um, your family dynamic is changing, if you're introducing new members, or if there will be a, a, like reconstruction of a house or a space, um, if you're moving, I mean, this is a very, a very important section. If you're moving, if you know that that area will need to move with you, or it will need to, you know, you need to figure that out. Um, if you're in a space where you're renting, um, be, you know, in, in having this area be adaptable to that change is going to be important. 
you know, being open to the adjustments as it is like your life evolves ensures that the space remains functional and organized over time. Because what we see here in the, when people don't ask themselves these questions is sometimes they will make permanent changes in the system that either are very, you know, they were perfect for that time. But as time moved on, it did not go, it did not suit those new needs. Um, and now they're stuck with a very quite permanent solution. And now to get it down, to get it off or to demolish it will be way more costly. Now, sometimes a permanent solution is going to be perfect. This is very much true for those family areas, you know, the the entertainment center or whatever you're building out for the TV, for the puzzles, for the books and stuff. Great. I mean, you're there for the long run, right? Like, you know, if you're, you're thinking long term, that's fine. But just ask yourself that question. Okay, as I'm about to purchase this very permanent item, this permanent solution, Am I, um, am I okay with that? Or if it needs to change, just what will be my options? Just think about it. You don't have to make a full plan. Just think about it. Okay, so what do you think? Did you ask yourself all these questions? Are these questions helpful? Uh, I hope they are. I have been asking these questions in our client intake forms and or when I first you know, start to meet people and they have proven to be very helpful. So I didn't just make these up. These are things that I have been asking throughout the years and I've outlined the ones that were not life changing, but project changing, you know, the ones that if they would not have answered the question, the project or the journey would have not been as successful or as streamlined. Okay, so that's why I outlined these 10 end goal words and questions because I just think that if you ask yourself at least you're conscientious if you're um, you know making sure that you're answering them even if they're short answers that they will set you up for success um, and, and each question is playing a vital role in creating an organized space that aligns with your needs enhances efficiency and contributes to a comfortable and visually appealing environment right as always, if you need a little bit more of a tailored approach, let us know, send us a message, and we would be happy to help. And happy new year, and happy start of your project, whichever one you're listening to and comes first. Wishing you the very best, and cheers to an amazing year, an amazing start of new beginnings. Until next time, happy organizing. Thank you for listening to the Organized and Productive Podcast with the Organized Flamingo. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love it if you'd leave a rating and review on your favorite podcast player. It helps with letting people know that we're here. For full show notes and resources, head on over to theorganizedflamingo.com slash podcast. Happy organizing.